Hello and welcome to another episode of the Manam Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Dustin Dubuque, with my radiant co-host, <laughs> Becca Schoenborn. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, it's summertime now, so now I'm excited and, and I'm less depressed when I start this episode, so it's good. Thanks. The compliments are back. I like it. Yep, Thanks. compliments are back. I haven't gonna... gotten one from you in a few episodes. So. <laughs> Again, I was told last uh, last few episodes we sounded tired. <sighs> I know. I'm. Just, I don't like being told that when somebody no, says like, like, "Oh, I you guess I felt it." I know. <laughs> <laughs> we were here. We. It's not our fault that we record. Well, it is our fault that yeah, we, we recorded a.m. But, but that's you know. Now we're like you know. It's sunny outside. It's beautiful. Um, so we're good to go. Yeah. How's your summer started off so far? So far, so good. That's it. Yep. Okay. Well, last um, well last episode you talked about going to the bottoms. Oh yeah. And you already did Gone that. To the beach. Yep. You did the beach before anybody else. It was me and some people with their kids. It was me and Jay and yeah. some people with their kids. And we were like, oh, this is not the bottoms like it used to be. Because <laughs> there was kids there? <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, well, that's young true. children. Yeah, young. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> that does kind of kill the vibe of what I used to remember the bottoms as, as when I was above, you know, 21. Yeah. Totally Once this is up, I, I will have gone to Superior and been back already for fun uh, or work every summer the guys go on a disc golf vacation and last year i tagged along because uh they were going to appleton where my mom still lives so i just hung out with my mom while they disc golfed and then uh jay and i went up to the up for the week after that that's right and so this year they finally invited the wives we we didn't have to invite ourselves Aww. They were like, you guys can come this time. I was like, well, thanks. That's very considerate of you. <laughs> Thank you. Wh- which we only one invited of them, ourselves. I was just going to say, which one of them made the mistake of saying that they, they should invite their wives to this? See, if it, Jay wouldn't bring me along every time. He doesn't care. <laughs> he always he will always let me come along. On okay, trip, so. sure. Anyway, so they went disc golfing. We went and explored Superior in Duluth. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by this, uh, yeah, I've been in Milwaukee for Milwaukee Metal Fest. I got two days of headbanging down there, and then mm-hmm. baseball season's upon me for vintage baseball. Ah, so, yes. Yeah, so uh, June 24th, uh, as people listen to this, uh, we're playing vintage baseball in Menominee, Phelan Park, all day on that Saturday. That's my shameless plug for myself. Good. Maybe I'll go this year. I always thanks. forget about it. Yeah, thanks for the photo you confidence that you've never me. went. It's fine. <sighs> You have to remind me when it's actually happening. I live not you far from there. You live four so. feet from Phelan Park. <laughs> this is what I deal with. Four feet from Phelan Park. I, we play all day. You just you don't have to show for half an hour. I know. Just to show that you care. I go I've to, gone a lot on weekends in the summer. That's I, the problem. Well, I am too, and this is what I'm doing. Well, you have to come to that. <laughs> that's true. That's, I am so too, I'm, but I still show up to yeah, my baseball. I still show up to baseball. <laughs> Um, and, oh my God. and I'll have a metal show the night before that you have to go to. So you have like two things that you have to go to. That's too much socializing in one day for me. It's fine. Okay. Basically, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> See what I have to deal with on this podcast? Like, this is what I do. Yeah. Okay. Just, all right. We're done talking. <laughs> Get to Argument. The, yeah, we're done, Argument ar- we're done arguing. You can uh, you can introduce the guests <laughs> and, and just do this yourself. I feel like this is actually how people know if we're tired or not. If we bicker at the beginning of True. the episode, usually that means if we're, we're awake. If we, if we don't really have anything to say to one another. Yeah, then it's concerning. And then everyone's like, are they doing okay? <laughs> are they Are they really fighting in real life and not just bickering about dumb stuff? True. True. Probably. Just kidding. Well, but now that it's summer, segue. Yeah. 
That means farmers. The farmers started, market season is back, Woo-hoo. which is what we live for here. Yeah. So we're joined by uh, Menominee Farmers Market legends. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys like that title? Oh boy. <laughs> Ashley and Josh Blazer, and you see how I, I purposely put Ashley first because <laughs> the wife. Yeah, she's not just the wife in this episode. She's not. Not at all. No. She's the everything. She's running the show. <laughs> Let's be real. Yep. Just not in the public side. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, are you the public? I'm just you... the cover for, yeah. for, for what's going on. Yeah. He's I just the personality. to deal with this. He's yeah. the whole personality. <laughs> yes. Guaranteed. Well, thanks for being here. I'll yeah. do your job Welcome for thanking Welcome to our them. show. Thanks. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So do you guys kind of get wrapped up for farmer's markets? Is this a... Uh, What's it like being like I like on that side of the farmers market? Like, is this? Um, I think the start of the farmer farmers market season for us is the fact that we're calving. Um, lambing is all finished by the time that market starts, but calving season is in full force. And uh, just yesterday, we had another calf born, and my son asked if this was the last one. <laughs> like, no, we have 14 more. Oh, no. So from my perspective, um, we're very busy getting things ready on the farm for mm-hmm. all the animals. And then also um, haying season is starting. So mm-hmm. I take care of all the living things. And then um, Josh's perspective is going to be very different because he's the one taking care of making sure we have all of the correct cuts um, and all the Everything our customers are looking for. Mm-hmm. So what's it like for you? Yeah, yeah. it's a little, a little different for me, I guess. <laughs> like, she keeps everything alive and I try to sell it. That's uh, yeah. my goal, right? So that we can keep things going here. Um, but no, we got done with Raw Deal, Farmer's Market in the winter, which is an amazing place. Great venue, great people. They supported us all year round, which is awesome. Um, and then we get, you know, like a week or two off and then we start summer. And honestly, summer farmer's market for us is super exciting because the people of Menominee here are amazing. Um, we've been, what, seven years now? Uh, community wow. has supported us, like, unbelievably. Um, the most loyal, dedicated customers I've ever seen. Great people, great connections. We're very, very fortunate to do that. And basically, yeah, we start ramping up, like, how many animals do we have? Make sure we got cuts every week. You know, what, what are different things people want you know beef sticks honey barbecue sticks was, like, that yeah, exa- you old, knew oh my word if I don't have honey barbecue sticks I'm like he looked that, me in the eyes when one. he said that yeah it's like uh, it's you it's, you're it's, the one. it's the real McCoy so we uh, yeah we try to make sure we have all cuts and stuff different this year we've got garlic barbecue or garlic Ooh, sticks so yum. if you like Bloody Marys they go quite well mm. or maybe just in kids juice no I'm just kidding I don't know <laughs> probably yeah but so we're doing something different every year trying to and then also just trying to keep up with the butcher um i mean the butcher since the covid thing has been insane um and butchers are booked out a year in advance Mm -hmm. um so making sure that we're on the books for that and keeping organized and so it it was crazy um we had our first market saturday which was awesome and had a great turnout and yeah it was great we actually had our farmhand helping us uh, Jaina, she's awesome. Check her out. She'll be there helping us because we did start showing cattle too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's the start of show. <laughs> the the other well. thing happening during so. calving season and farmers market season is our son is showing a lot more, and um, by the time yeah 
June rolls around, we'll have one more show in June, and then we're getting ready for the Chippewa County, the Northern Wisconsin oh, yeah, State no. Fair mm-hmm. um, for him. So wow. rinsing and um, blow drying out all the show cattle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah, so we wash and blow cat or wash and blow dry our cattle, blow dry cattle at least yes. three times a week if you want your wife to love you. That's what you do. So God is yes. Um, <laughs> it's quite crazy, but. And then we got a five-year-old, which is our market manager, Jace. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So he was, I think he was at his first market was day six of his life. I was going to say, he was like a newborn. He was born Friday night and I was at market Saturday. Yeah. I yeah, remember he that. He didn't make an appearance until day six. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> what a flat. The logistics. I know. Yeah. We had to hold him out. Like we yeah. didn't, you know, anticipation. We thought good marketing technique. Let's show him the new spawn that we've created. Yeah. And- so I think we've been at the market for six years. Has it been six? No, no bit seven. I was pregnant seven. with him. Yeah, yeah pre- you got that whole yep. nine month thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, <a big> <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Yeah. So Ash is basically the genetics and the biologist behind everything. So she, you know, creates all of our cattle. We started creating cattle from scratch now, um, using surrogates in a lab not, in your basement. Not really from scratch. I mean, we still we still have to take the genetic components from the male and the genetic components from the female. So, um, and then experiments in your basement with it is like dishes. you got a science teacher, then you got like me. You know, like <laughs> aren't you also a teacher by trade? You know, but I'm more. The math and social studies kind of guy. The more fact-based history, and she's yeah, the science lady. That's I mean, not science more fact-based. Based I was just science. gonna say. I was like, what are you say, talking I'm sorry, about? I don't know. Maybe like number-based, but that financially based. Yeah, let's go with that. That's why he takes that role on as well for the farm. We try, we mm-hmm. try to maintain. So, but yeah, the farm is growing too, so that's fun. So yeah, we're getting bigger every year. I think yes. We started with six cattle when we first started in 2015, and now we're at. How many in the pasture today? 89. Wow. wow. Yeah. 89 as of as of yesterday afternoon. With, I think, what, 13 mm-hmm. more to calve? 14. Okay, wow. see? Yeah. Wow. I, I undercount and she overcounts. Yeah. That's why we work so well together. <laughs> so yeah. was, that, was that always the plan then when, when um, this started in 2015? Yeah, when we started in 2015, our whole goal was to raise cattle in a, a practice that also raises the, the value of our land. And so taking care of the whole ecosystem, um, not just how can we supply a product to our customers, but how can we also maintain the area that we live? Mm-hmm. Um, and so like the water and the, the quality of the plants and the microbes in the, the soil and um, making it so that we can have functional cattle. Um, as well as now developing our show line. I always wanted to get into show cattle with the beef, um, which is a very different line than what we are bringing um, our customers to the market. And when we first started, I think our goal was just the quality, uh, making sure that we had healthy, functional cattle and that we could have enough land to support them. And we're very fortunate where we live. We have amazing neighborhood. Um, so we've been renting a lot more land um, that is maybe not the best land for making all the grains and you know putting it into like corn and beans and those kinds of things. Um, but we can use it for pasture land and we can use it to, to raise some really high quality hay on um, and grasses. And so we're renting, like I said, a whole lot more and we own a tractor now. We're like a real farmer. We're like real deal yeah. now. Yeah. We got a manure spreader. A manure. 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 Yeah. yeah. Let's say it correctly. Whatever. Um, and we have a disbine so we can actually cut our own hay. Um, and like do the whole process. So That's awesome. Our goal, um, not to not answer your question, I don't think we really had an end goal, but just a, a 
continual process goal where we want to continue to keep quality. the quality. Yeah. You know I mean, I grew up in the city, so I grew up on two dollar <laughs> ground beef. I knew nothing. Like he thought we could just let the cows like roam around yeah. our house. So if anybody thinks like farming is cool and you just you know you just put a cow in your yard and let just it eat the grass it. and then that you know you go idea. and you butcher it and you get a paycheck and it's cool. Wrong. Absolutely. <laughs> One thousand percent in the wrong direction. Next thing you know, you'll find your hand in places it shouldn't be, and you're <laughs> rolling no, around it with calves. Because otherwise, the babies die. Yeah, so it, it should is. be to help yeah. assist some of those moms. So if people think you like drive by these farms and see all these cattle out there, like, oh, that looks pretty simple. It's not. It, it's right. a whole another venture. But I think when we started, we wanted. You know the the quality part of it because I like I said I grew up on two dollar ground beef I know nothing like hamburger helper was how I survived as mm-hmm. a child and then when I met my lovely wife uh, we started eating beef that she had raised and I was like huh so there is quite the difference a, right. a bit of a difference here and then yeah she you start to realize what's in your food and you start realizing what's going on out there and all of a sudden you're like hmm I wonder why people are sick I wonder what's going on with this and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts to open your eyes a lot. If Once you're in the industry, I mean, a lot of people don't understand it, and that's fine. But there's a lot more quality in, in the farmers that raise, you know, their beef and the people around here that are local instead of going to the feedlots and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Well, in other countries that, you know, the... The way that we bring meat into our country, um, I think mm-hmm. that's a large disconnect too. And I think a lot of our customers um, are people that have asked those questions and tried to investigate, like, what are they doing with those animals and how are they getting here and why in the U.S. are we bringing in cattle from yeah. other countries? And mm-hmm. we went to Aldi's the other day and the lady was there. I was just like, hey, you know, how's this going or whatever? You guys have been keeping stock on beef or whatever? And she's like, well, yeah, we just got our shipment in from Australia. I was like, you ship your beef in from Australia? She's like, yeah, it all comes from Brazil and Australia. Interesting. And I'm like, well, how long has it been on the boat? Because, like, they didn't, like, walk them over here. And right. they obviously didn't bring them live. So it makes you just kind of wonder using, you know, you're on the boat, it's frozen. How long did it take to get here? Right. And then how long did it take to ship it in the ports to get it to the shelf? Because mm-hmm. it had to... You know, I don't know. <laughs> and what does that label on there really tell you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, don't, I <laughs> think that, yeah. I, I, I honestly think that sometimes when I like, uh, like I go and like, and I see like, you know, whatever meat in a meat section and, and the expirations in like two days. And I'm like, but is it? I'm like, how long? Like, like you almost think like I've thought that too, where I'm like, I'm like, how long did this process start to where they probably have it figured out to how this gets here mm. with four days left of shelf life? Yeah. Like that's probably like, and then like, who knows how long that gap is in between, but that's mm-hmm. always what I think. Cause every beef on like, or anything has like a shelf life of like three days on there. And I'm like, but how long? And like it, to me, it always feels like they want it on the shelf, yep. like with the shelf life at the, as low as you can physically get. Well, and in that instance, a lot of the times it's arriving to the store frozen and then they're thawing it. And then it's like the window from when they take it out of the freezer to the end yep. date there which is very common. It's harder to find fresh meat that hasn't been frozen already. And, and that's with us. So we do sell frozen beef um, because we need to get a transport. We need to get it to the market. So we can't do fresh just because we don't have the ability to do so. Right. so like, safely. safely. The logistics of it alone are yeah. very complicated. But everything that we bring to the market or bring to the farmer's market is is literally that weak or less than 30 days. It's very rare that we have any products that last over a month. Like it would be shocking. Uh, We literally will turn around a whole steer in like two to three weeks and piece it out. 
So, which is nice. So, like, it is as fresh as you can get it, but it is frozen mm-hmm. just because for transportation and stuff like that. So. Sure. Yeah. Do you want to, you guys are grass-fed? Yes. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? I, I have to remind myself working in a co-op that everybody doesn't know things right. about the food industry like I do. So, like, do you want to talk a little bit about why grass-fed is important and why you made that decision yeah Um, so cattle uh, naturally are going to be grazers and grazers on grasses and uh, they um, how do I say this so they can definitely eat corn they can definitely eat grains they can eat a lot of things that we can give them um, but their bodies are designed to break down grasses and the, the the different like carbs that are in grasses versus in grains and it will actually like um kind of like toxify their liver to a sense um, on a full corn type diet and that's why those animals are typically getting butchered at a much younger date and they're they're growing so much faster so our animals do not grow as fast um, but that's where you can look at the genetic side of things which is what I enjoy doing with how large of an animal and like just the structure of them um, and how they are going to naturally grow and so some animals like um, a highland for example they're going to take about two years to reach full maturity versus say like an Angus breed of cattle is going to take, you know, about 13 months to get to um, their maturity date. And so you can look at how you can kind of take those genetic traits and then um, with their capacity to grow that fast or slow and then look at how you can take nutrition and nutrition is a huge component and if you want them to grow really fast you can do that giving them a higher starch higher energy type diet Um, but we have chose the grass route because the animals we have are very healthy Mm -hmm. and um, we're not toxifying them (laughs) by by feeding them things that their bodies have to work harder to break down and so all their energy is spent on you know just maintaining themselves and not on trying to fix things internally Mm -hmm. and so our cattle get all grass from the day they're born they're nursing on mom and then they start eating grasses and um, nibbling on hay within like two weeks Um, we've watched them and we're kind of surprised by that too but uh, yeah they'll start nibbling on grasses and then when we go to take them away from mom and we wean them uh, we use a really high alfalfa type of hay and that hay just has a lot more energy to replace the energy in mom's milk that they were missing and so once they're weaned um, and off onto hay then they go on to the winter through uh, with some minerals so we feed them mineral Um, they are on like lick tubs so that they continually salvate um enough too and that's the other part with it's like a giving change vitamins in diet. for a kid yeah right? it's yeah. like vitamins yeah. exactly yeah. so the vitamins help to do basically maintain everything that they need and then um they get enough energy so that they're not again using up more energy than what they would need by having the the higher alfalfa the higher kind of feed quality of hay throughout the winter and then as soon as uh grasses are growing so like right now they're loving life (laughs) they get to all be out on on pasture again um and when they go back out onto pasture uh you know they they can just graze an entire however many acres we get to put them on for that time and then we just keep rotating them Mm -hmm. through to different areas and then back around and so they're fertilizing um the grasses as they're eating it as well so we don't get a really high amount of you know of manure in certain areas and Mm -hmm. so they're yeah they're feeding the ground as they're feeding themselves and just completes the cycle and and we do get a lot of people ask us like what do you do in the winter we buy a lot of hay Yeah. yeah so yeah and you know the grasses are. We, I mean, we're not. We don't say that we're organic. We can't. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're not labeled. We're not licensed for that. But 
we don't use spray. We don't use any chemical on mm-hmm. it. It is, yeah, nothing but manure that gets spread back on the field. And so. And we do vaccinate our cattle yep. um, when they are carrying calf. So before they're carrying calf, when they're carrying calf, and then the calves get vaccinated at birth too. And mm-hmm. all of those things just help to work with their own natural immune system um, and help keep them healthy so that we really don't give any kind of like antibiotics or anything to our calves because they already have an immune yeah, system. Yeah, we just, at birth and at six it, yeah. weeks, that's it. So there's there's nothing no, else. No, not at six weeks anymore. Just no, it switch the yeah. protocol. Just, just I, like mm-hmm. I said. <laughs> All the animals that go to uh, butcher, they are only getting um, a vaccine at birth and all it does is help to protect their digestive tract. Hmm. Um, and then the other one that they get is to help their respiratory. Um, okay. So some of our cattle were born back in March and uh, we had snow in April. So, you know, respiratory ends up being a a huge mm-hmm. thing that a lot of people deal with and then um, what they're consuming and what they're eating. And that's where keeping them on mom and getting all of that awesome colostrum that mom has can also um, limit any kind of bacterial or viral infections that they can get. Yeah. So, yeah. In all of our breed, we do mixed breed. So a lot mm-hmm. of people are like, what kind of animals do you raise? We, <laughs> we mixed breed everything. Everything is a cross. Yep. Um, our show line that our son is showing that we have purebreds there. And that's a totally different world of cattle. Uh, the ones that we use for butcher are going to be all crossbred. I mean, some of them have different, like eight different breeds in them. Wow. Um, but there's different characteristics, you know, so like <laughs> mm-hmm. we use some Holstein in there. Like the Holstein have like huge bags of milk. It's awesome. <laughs> like this is the city kid talking. She looks at me like I'm crazy. But you are crazy. Like, uh, we use them as recips. So yeah. with the little um, lab in my basement that mm-hmm. I don't have. Um, <laughs> she does. It's actually no. in a canister and it's got liquid nitrogen. No, we use an embryologist and he's wonderful. I don't do all of that. I just decide who I want to use with who. But um, we use some recips that have really high milk production so Mm -hmm. that those babies coming out have the best possible growth. And now we just continually bull breed those. And that's what we use as some of our um, meat animals. And the babies end up being like huge. I mean, they're ginormous. <laughs> yeah, I've but, got to see the process. It is pretty cool. Like, we've got a few in the pasture. Huge. Yeah. So this and, year we used um, the last two years, we've been using a short horn bull. So he's a red roan. And um, so now we have a colorful herd. Mm-hmm. We, have a, That's we have a rainbow herd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Black before. I'm like, I can't tell the difference. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he didn't know who was who. But, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> they still look very different. And from I one still another. don't know yeah. who is who. So uh, it's I was going to say. <laughs> and they all, all of too your many. cows get named. Too. They all have that names. That is a big yeah. deal on yep. Facebook. Yeah, yep. we do name our cows. Right so now, funny. Anna had a had a girl. And so we I think the new one's going to be Allie. Is it Allie? Yeah, my cousin got married this weekend named Allie. So perfect. Commemorate that with a, a calf mm-hmm. being named Allie as well. And so it might be a little weird that we name them and then we eat them, but they taste good. So, so I'm not going to lie to you, but it, it is And we don't cool. eat the girls. No. The girls all get to stay yep. unless they, you know, reproductively are incapable or if they have a genetic quality that we're not thrilled with um, keeping it, that in our herd, then sure. they'll go to butcher. But mm-hmm. yes. I hang out with the girls and Josh gets to hang out with the boys. Got so. it. Yeah. Oh, so, so girls be- rule. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. So because you just brought that up, that was going to be my next question is like, so where, where is this going to keep going? You said like, you know, started with six, you're up to 89. I, know, I swear point, every, time, some, I, every time I see you guys, point, you have like yeah, 20 more. What's like, the, what's the, have that conversation. Well, when you keep uh, a lot of girls, that's Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, when, if you're going to keep keeping the, the, the females, I, yeah. I mean, well, to me, that makes it seem like that means just more cows are just going to keep building up on this farm. Yeah. So yeah. what's the, well, what's the next uh, step have, here? Yeah. So we both teach full time. Let's just get this throw that out. 
and both I teach still teaching. all summer too, so like I yeah. And, and I'm going back to teaching. She's going back yeah. to teaching, so We're she took s- a year off to be a dairy farmer. And, I went rye, so <laughs> actually it went corn and milk, and she's not milking it anymore. So now she's going back to be a teacher. Got it. Yeah, I see what but, you did uh, there. See what you did there. Yeah, it was a good plan. Words. So uh, yes, my, my so college jokes we, are utterly ridiculous. We just want to go there. Yeah, um, I'm sorry, I'm milking it. <laughs> I, you know, we we've decided that we are staying where we are, and yep. we're going to continue to expand as much as we are able to sure. with um, being able to rent out a lot of the land that's around us. I guess that's the biggest thing is if we can land. Yeah. Yeah, If we can keep getting the quality hay, we right now, I mean, we can't grow anymore. We have neighbors that we're stashing cattle everywhere on their pastures. (laughs) There's like little pockets here and there that people have like fenced in, and we now started we're moving them on the trailer all over the place. Yeah, now, which so we're no. like again very fortunate to have such wonderful neighbors in our neighborhood. And yep. um, this year we rented out more land than we ever have, and some of that's pasture. So we're going to give this a trial run and see if it'll work out for us to be able to maintain year-round cattle mm-hmm. there, because then we could continue to keep all these females. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean right now we're running 40 acres. That's ours. We own 40 acres in a house, and we really need like another 40 to like take the next step well and I then think. we have another 20 that's attached to it that we've rented so we're able to rotate through that 20 as well um which is helpful and then we've got another like five acre spot at another neighbor and then like 15 20 acre pasture yeah. at another neighbor wow. and then there's another neighbor if that we don't I'm go broke our this year <laughs> i've got us projected for about 250 had by the end if we can wow. okay. the other yeah. neighbor that we have um we're going to be weaning onto his property so when our cattle will get weaned from mom we like to take them so that they can't talk to one another and it's a lot less mm-hmm. stressful for both the um the cow and her calf both um so we're going to wean uh this year's group over to another farm where we have about 100 acres to uh, manage so that wow. would really substantially help with the mm-hmm. amount of cattle because there's, yeah the I mean, over concentration isn't good for the land no right um and that is just going to kill off all of the the really happy awesome bugs we have so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and we do a lot of cool things with that as well like yeah i wouldn't even go there we have fly predators so we like we oh, cut down yeah. on fly control like we use these insects to help eat the that way we don't have to use any chemicals larvae, for pesticides so or anything really like that so we use traps natural. Mm-hmm. Yep. trap and that's Josh. not my wife <laughs> It looks a bit yeah. Like we hand egg thistle. So if anyone out there in podcast world wants to like do something really fun, bring some gloves and a shovel. We've been doing that for five, six years. It's good times. It's been two days shoveling we thistle. We are almost like we're close to getting yeah, it all though. That we have stuff almost comes no back. weeds. Yeah, it's terrible. But we're getting in there. In comparison, to where we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I, I think this year is going to be our big telling year of where we end up to be able to either continue expanding or maintain. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, maintaining it, at like it's the time. 50 I mean, there's females a- would be awesome yeah. because then we have spots where all of those can go. We have spots where we can then take the calves to to not completely wipe out the ground um, and the soil. So Yeah. And I imagine at some point it gets too big for you to manage on your own. I was just going to say, two full-time jobs as teachers, you know, doing farmer's markets and, uh, you know, doing uh, all the other. And then have, you know, lives, I don't know, Mm -hmm. to do something else. Well, we started meat raffles now, so that's a new thing, (laughs) too. We got this uh, campground up in New Auburn, so every other Saturday, all year All summer. All summer, uh, we're doing meat meat raffles. So if anyone wants to do a meat raffle, plug ourselves in. They are amazing fundraisers. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy. entertaining. Yes. Yeah. My, yeah, my in-laws do a meat raffle twice a month for their ATV club up north. Yep. And it is at, at the bar every other Saturday yep. or whatever it is. And 
every all 20 people that live up there full time show up <laughs> actually it's much bigger than that though, oh it, it's it's crazy people it, love people those. really and then you do different colored tickets so we'll do like red tickets or blue tickets and mm-hmm. then everyone needs oh, to have an even amount of each Yo, it's just crazy that's an absolute mob. nuts yeah it's it's fun though we got our good group up in new auburn that we go to at a campground up there tj's and uh yeah, they're like fun people, like super awesome to deal with. They're excited to be there. We, we usually have a pretty good time over mm-hmm. there. So That's cool. Yeah. It's like the only time I get to drink beer and still work. So, so that's our lives. <laughs> uh, I hear that's that. That's our lives. Yeah. yeah. The cattle shows are really fun, though. Our yep. whole family, sure. we each have a role, and our little showman is oh rocking gosh, it out so lately. so cute. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching. I mean, you post pictures of him when he's showing, too, and it's so cute. We try. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, we he was born like two minutes ago. Yeah. How can he like <laughs> control a whole cow well, now? And we gotta remember he's five, so right. like we're not taking his birthday. He was away doing yet, butterfly but... kisses in the ring this last <laughs> weekend. Yeah, that oh. was interesting. Yeah, yeah, we're not supposed to do that in the ring, but no. he's, <laughs> he's like, five, so yeah, yeah. Happen. No, he's been a huge help. He's gonna be our market marketing manager, hopefully yeah. someday. <laughs> we got him driving a skidster last week, so that was pretty Look cool. And he can drive the Ranger now, so when we're out and moving cows. And he helps cows, me bring cows up, so. like walking, bringing yep. cows up. He's a huge help. Wow. Sure. Yeah. So. That's awesome. We're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> so we have him and one employee, kind of, and yep. that, mm-hmm. that's how we're making it happen. Wow. Yeah. Dang. That's Do you do you dream of not having off-farm jobs someday, or do oh you like God, having the balance of both? Josh would <laughs> love I that. Would like I'm like one cowboy hat and a paycheck away from being able to make this dream come true. Um, I bought a horse, and I've, I've lassoed my last, like, five out of seven cattle that we had to catch, like, straight up, like, learn the technique. Like, sure. it is oh, cool. You're a cowboy now, I yeah. am so, I'm almost there. I'm like, yeah. I love structure, so <laughs> I really enjoy having a schedule, and that's, like, where teaching fits in really well for me, is that structure components so mm-hmm. josh is really good at just doing everything all all day long yeah i just like figuring day. things out because there's yeah. never a down moment like so, you're uh, trying to figure out how to turn junk you got in your yard to help benefit this you just it's it's never your brain never shuts off like you wake right. up at 5 30 in the morning you're thinking okay how much can i get done today and how soon can i get out of bed let's make this yeah. happen especially sure. doing like a regenerative type mm-hmm. of agriculture it is a lot more work to manage your land that way and <laughs> make sure that you're Treating the land well yeah. and also being sustainable well, for your own. What time did the... you say you get up in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we She's go. She's like, wait a minute again. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, I don't know. it's daylight I... at 5 a.m. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> I'm well aware of what time you go running down the street, but I'm not going <laughs> Which to chase is after you. after I fed Yeah, I'm not. We, we got way too many things to do to go for a run. This doesn't sound like fun. It sounds <laughs> terrible. No, it sounds like the last thing. Yeah, I'm running all day. That is my time. Exactly. I don't even listen to music anymore when I run because it's just so quiet at that time in the morning. Nice. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah, she's nuts. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> in a good way, it seems like. Mm. It is. It is. We, we really love what we do, and it, we're very fortunate. Yeah, it would be great to be able to make a living off the farm, but it's really, it's not that easy. Um, mm. The prices of everything have increased lately. The cost, I mean, you know, two years ago or three years ago, it was $600 to butcher an animal, now it's 1000 and it's just every time you turn it around, it's a nickel and dime there. We don't do any labeling on our packaging because it would cost me 10 cents a package. Like mm-hmm. we, we don't, sometimes stew me costs us an extra 15 cents. There's just all these things that they nickel and dime that add up. So we really try to keep it cost effective because with our products, we, we just, we can't 
we don't want to have high prices on things and we want people to eat good quality food. Mm -hmm. And that was our goal from the get go. Like if we can't produce a product that's like people can afford, like, why are we doing it? I mean, let's just mm -hmm. raise two animals for ourselves. We're good for the year and we're done. And so that was my original goal. That was your original <laughs> goal. But like, I like to help people. And so it's important to be able to have a product that people can afford. And mm -hmm. that's why we try to do everything to keep our prices low. And some people are like, Oh, you should raise your prices. We've had to instant like, have a delivery charge now. I used to do free delivery. I can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've had a lot of truck issues here. I think I put on 180 miles in like three years. 180,000. 180,000 yeah. miles in three years on the truck. Sure. Yeah, and, uh, just a lot of things that yeah. add up really quickly. And then, like you said, lives. We yeah. Yeah. There is, mm -hmm. there is just living But and this is what we've committed to. So. Yeah, it's, well, it sounds like it. It's our lifestyle and something that we enjoy <laughs> yeah. most yeah. of the time. It's, yeah. If, if any marriage counselors are out there today, if you want a good marriage counseling session, come with us and move cows together. Okay? So <laughs> like, don't bring it. any small children because that can yeah. be very bad. They learn some new words. That's when we apologize to our child. Yeah. We, we talk about empathy and, and apologizing <laughs> and forgiveness. But if, you, mm -hmm. if anyone, it's like a two-person kayak. I don't know if you guys have ever tried that. That's exactly what I was yeah. going to say yeah. next. To the two, this is better yes. than the two-person kayak because if you screw up, you get kicked. And so then you know whether you've made a good choice or bad choice. Yeah, or you get a bull coming after you. Yeah, or your bull comes after you, or your wife yells, don't run as it's chasing you. <laughs> you almost ruined my bull. You almost got me killed. <laughs> well, there's that. That's true love, folks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we did a two-person, like a tandem kayak tour yeah. up in Lake Superior years ago and we still talk about this one couple that they oh, yeah. were just screaming livid. at each other you from the time livid. we left shore to the four hours we got back yep. it was they were just at each other's throats the whole time and jay and i were like mm, i guess we're doing okay <laughs> we must be doing fine because we can manage to steer a kayak together it's gotten a lot better. It's gotten better. Yeah. My patience takes has practice. gotten a lot yeah, better practice. in seven years. Her expectation level. Whew, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> patience up, but also expectation level yeah. up. Is that how it sounds? And I had a, the expectation level was just, you know, <laughs> oh, is it, Maybe I'm dragging her down. I don't know. <laughs> Wearing <Patience>. on her. <laughs> <laughs> just learn that it's going to be okay. Yeah. No yeah. matter Everything what. will be okay. It's all going to be all right. We're, we're working <laughs> on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what my counselor told me to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Well, I think all, like, this is just a, such a small introduction to everything that you do and also just the meat industry as a whole is chaos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the processing, I feel like we could do five episodes in a row of yep. just about meat processing in the area and how terrible and it is. And the labeling. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy yes. how how like do some research into meat labeling and meat processing right now and, and that's what the last thing we tell our customers to like just go and look like you don't have to buy from us buy from any farm any mm -hmm. local anything you're going to have 10 times better quality product yes it may cost a little bit more but know what they put it in to know where it comes is so huge mm -hmm. walmart bad idea i mean you don't know <laughs> what the iodine and, and the dye we're not is here to bash and, anyone we're not I'll bash Walmart. It's fine. They're too big. I don't uh, think they're right. listening don't to don't our podcast. They're not listening to podcast anyways. But anything you can do to, to go and support the local farms, it, and it's mm -hmm. awesome. I mean, there's some other great farms out there, Valley Pasture, Outlaw Farms. There's, there's a bunch of really cool farms out there. Go talk to them. Check them out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, and I think that's why you guys are so successful in your farm even though you've been doing the market for, what, seven years, yep. you said, which is mm -hmm. a pretty short amount of time in the grand scheme. Mm -hmm. But yep. I think the, you're, you're willing to take the time to educate people and tell them 
why it's important and why your products are different. And I think that's why people love and you guys so much is you're willing to do that and we're hold we people's love, hands i mean we love to have people come out to the farm and yeah, just show so them beautiful. show them what yes. we do versus paying for labels that say what we do mm-hmm. right and the label is only as honest as the person saying it and that's where yeah. i don't want to make a, a higher cost for our customers by saying yep this is what we do come out and see it yeah sure. and that's what we Come really enjoy mm-hmm. having that relationship with our customers and, and our farms open 24 7 and people, people are at our house long. about 24 7 we don't even so, know who's it? there like, no. yeah but, but don't worry nice. there's cameras everywhere so mm-hmm. just watch what you're Can't doing yeah, the cameras are all on the cows so <laughs> well, what are you gonna do hey someone broke into our house and is petting our calf yeah we have no idea they're in the house so i can sleep at night yeah, yeah. So. exactly um, well, we're winding down here. Where can um, we'll have a couple questions for you at the very end that we ask everybody? But where can people find you and your products, your social media, yeah, all that uh, stuff? Blazerfarms.com is a huge one. We have an ordering um, form there. You can fill out all our prices are online. We do not hide any prices. Everything is very transparent. Um, you can order right there online. Uh, we do do Facebook. So Blazer Farms, if you want to follow us, we show every calf that's born and everything that's going on. Um, Blazing Show Cattle now is our new business that we started as well. Kind of update on what's going on in the community for like Dunn County Fair, Chippewa County Fair, things like that. Um, but yeah, otherwise we are at the Menominee Food Co-op, hoping to get in the Eau Claire Food Co-op mm-hmm. here with the new transition. Super stoked. But yeah, come check it out. Anything we can do, let us know. Oh, and we're at Down to Earth. Yep, we got a oh, few yeah. products at Down to Earth. We do a winter farmer's market there as well. Ground Round, we've got a few products there as well. Coffee Grounds. Or Coffee Grounds, sorry. Coffee Grounds, yeah. yeah in Eau Claire. In Eau Claire. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're mostly and Menominee. Mostly Menominee better. Farmer's Market every Saturday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All summer long. And Wednesday starting after next week. Okay. Yeah, so farmer's market for sure. Cool. Um, here's my product plug for the ribeye steaks that you sell. They are delicious, and we buy them often. <laughs> honey barbecue sticks, also a favorite, oh, but ribeyes are a staple in our house. Yeah. Great. There goes the honey barbecue sticks. Oh, yeah. sure like I said, and the new garlic barbecue, or the new garlic sticks. Ooh, yeah, I'm going to have to try yeah. those, too. Yeah. <laughs> They're so good. Yeah. Cool. That's my that's my plug for that's your, your plug? stuff. Yeah. I like it. But we also, their ground beef is also a staple in my house. We're big, we're super fans of you guys, as you know. We appreciate it. Thank you you guys. know this already. Yes, but thank you. Now you guys rock. Um, yeah, their ground beef is like nobody else's. It's so good. Once you try it, you will not ever buy any other kind. Well, I'll have to do that. And you know that I like food a lot. Uh, yes, so. I know. Yeah. So I do take, your, I, I take your recommendations very, yeah. very Um. So yeah, we end the podcast by asking the same two questions and... Dustin, you can go first. This time. Okay. Hers is about food, so yeah. we'll end with that. That's fine. Uh, so mine is, what's your favorite movie? Goodness. Well, that has nothing to do with cows. I know. Oh. That's that's what we like. Yeah. Nothing to do with what My we're favorite. doing. I already got that one dialed in. Go ahead. My favorite movie by far is Major League. Oh man! Yeah, I am all. I need that or Sandlot. That's my one too. Oh man, Major League. Yeah. I oh, just watched Sandlot. Major League probably within the last month. I, I watch Major League like once a year. Yep. it's always a, a good repeat. I, I got three: my Sandlot, my Major League, and then the Big Lebowski. Sure, yeah, Big Lebowski is good too. Yeah, I really like the proposal. Um, it's, what? It's in Alaska, <laughs> oh. and there's a really cute little white dog, and I'm I am I'm <laughs> going to get movies with what yeah. animals in it. Uh, yeah. cool. I will own a smaller dog someday. Oh, oh man, you'll love someday him. soon. You'll love him. I got you. Small yeah, we have yeah. a big yellow lab, and he's amazing. He just turned ten like a month ago. So too big, too heavy. <sighs> it's more responsibility. It sounds terrible. That is true. <laughs> and that I love true. Alaska. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that is a good movie. Cool. Um, my question is, what good food have you eaten lately? It's a hard one if you're in a food business. Mm. 
Good food. Whew, where was that? Oh, the, the is it the chop house? No, those, that's where we went for old fashions. She says food. Oh, food. I mean, food. <laughs> there's a cherry in there. Yeah, there's a snack I'm, in there, I'm going to give a plug for Fall Creek Chicken Chasers. Oh, they got oh, really yeah. good ribs. So, like, the, yeah, their pork ribs are really good. Like, if you want, like, a true smoked ribs, those I thought those were delicious. So, mm-hmm. they got good old fashions there, too. <laughs> I, yeah. They said food. Food, I know. Sorry. That's I'm old-fashioned. Okay. <laughs> Yep. I made a, I made an awesome strawberry chicken salad last week, and, yeah. and I was told that... Actually, I think you threw half of it in the garbage, but I thought it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, her chicken salad was pretty good. <laughs> oh I love it. You really did. I love it. Fresh strawberries, blueberries, but the chicken was dry. The chicken was dry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, was, it was overcooked, but whatever. That's Show what me. happens when I'm washing and blowing out <laughs> we, cattle. So yeah. The hard part is it we got to remember to feed our, okay? Yeah, we got to remember to feed our child. Yeah. And so now that summer's here, the daylight has gone longer. Yeah. So now we don't come in till nine o'clock. And he's and supposed, supposed to go to bed oh, at seven thirty. Seven thirty. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should feed him first. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're working on that in our with our family here. So. Oh my gosh, that's funny. <laughs> well, thank you both for being here. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for yes, having us. Thank you so much for having us. For sure. Anytime. Anytime. Um, you can follow our podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Visit our website at themanompod.com. Um, other than that, we will probably see you at the farmer's market this summer. Let's be honest. Absolutely. Some of you have come up and said hi to us occasionally. At the farm, yeah. Lately. That's and we, I forget people listen to this. That's true. Know? Sometimes you come up and say hi and I'm like, oh yeah, it's not just us in a room alone doing this some people listen to this sometimes so we appreciate you um so yeah uh until next time we will see you later